Hello, welcome to the Metapod episode 14. I think it's 14, yes. at least that's what I have written down. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> but hello, welcome to the Metapod where myself, Jake, and my co-host Sean talk about the evolving meta because let's be honest, this weekend was kind of a historical weekend, I would say. I would almost consider. Would you would you agree? Uh mm, sure. Sure. I would. Okay. I think so, this weekend was an experimental weekend. That that's why it's historical. I suppose, this is the yes. first I think this is the first time, at least that I know, maybe I'm sure somebody that's been playing since the dinosaurs roamed the earth will tell me, <laughs> Well, my day, there, there was a time where we banned uh Blaine's Charizard for an event. So to give you the inside to give you the inside scoop, uh there was an event that banned ADP for their tournament. And uh we'll talk about the results later. We want to get through a couple of things. There have been some new cards that have come out which are poggers in my opinion. Some very, very interesting cards personally. We'll go with our meta-analysis. There was a lot of different events over the weekend that we'll talk about. And then um, there's also a couple new products that have also been revealed along with, you know, just talking about general card design briefly as well. And then question of the day, as always, which I still haven't thought of a good name for that yet, but the, the quagsire of the day. Quatda. Quatda. Question Quat- of the day. Quatda. All right. Uh, I've, I've lost it clearly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty tired. I slept like three hours last night. I could not sleep for the life of me. But it's very obvious that Sean has been the one to lose their sanity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in this podcast. But how are you doing? Happy Labor Day. We're recording on Labor Day. Happy Day of Labor. We are laboring on Labor Day. Oh, I've always labored on Labor Day. I'm uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I uh, had a long weekend of packing, basically. I'm starting to pack for a potential move in the future. Oh, my gosh. What do we... We gotta plan a we gotta plan ahead the podcast on the on the time that you move because we can't miss an episode. No, well, yeah, no. It's all we, by myself. Oh, we God, might record an episode in advance, or maybe even two. I don't know. We got to see how long it takes. I think one episode in advance will be plenty. I don't know how long it usually takes someone to move because I in the last couple of years of living in Indianapolis for school, I've moved like thirty feet twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you but know. anyways. I'm moving into a different, into a house that I'm buying, so. Let's go. Let's Party go. Party with social distancing. Oh, my. Uh, but, yeah, I, I've been good. I've been good. Uh, did not compete in any tournaments up until today. Today, I am competing in a tournament, uh, the Hexter TCG tournament uh, on the fine Monday. Uh, Which I'm sponsoring. That's right. Yeah. Jake. Jake is sponsoring the Hexter TCG, so. uh when this comes out, hopefully you will also see some results from the event uh, that Jake sponsored. And uh, are you playing tonight, Jake? No, I can't play. I got a lot of work to do. I oh, have some oh. extra videos. We, I've been talking to some of my uh, people that I edit videos for, and they, one of them wants to do an extra video this week. Um, so I want to try to get ahead a lot tonight to get a lot of that stuff done because it's the second half of the week for me is going to be insane. It's going to be hectic. Well, but, hopefully all good stuff. I mean, I get paid, so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what matters, right? <laughs> that's what matters. I get paid. I get paid. Anyways, first things first. There were a lot of new cards announced for shock, shocking volt tackle, which is vivid voltage or part of that. Lots of different cards. There were tool cards. There were a lot of different Pokemon. Sean, which one do you want to talk about first? Um, boy, howdy. Uh, sort of looking through here, all the different things that were announced. But I think that the Hoenn Scope is honestly my favorite. The what uh, scope? Hoenn Scope. I, I see a telephoto scope. What's oh. a Hoenn Scope? Oh, I thought it was called Hoenn Scope. I think people were no, calling it Hoenn. Hoenn is scope. the region. Yeah, I know. Hoenn I, is the region. Some people, I think, had mentioned that in like Twitter, but... Okay, it's called Telephotoscope is how Pokebeach has translated it, which makes more sense. Uh, but basically what it does is your bench sniping attacks do 30 more damage, which there's so many Pokemon that that would benefit from that. It's nuts. Cramorant is obvious, right? Yes, Cramorant is probably the best example 
I mean, Intellion. Intellion is also pretty. You although do 160 90, and 90. Like, but like 200 is way more relevant than 190. Or wait, no. 190. 190 is 190 more relevant is. than 90. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, I would say that that's more relevant, but you're putting an extra 30. So you're putting instead of 220 damage on the field, you're putting 250 damage on the field. Anyways, that's that's a big one. Some people were saying that um, Weezing from Unbroken Bonds, the one with Splattering yes. Sludge. Uh, so now you're doing not 30 to every Pokemon that has uh, poison or damage or whatever. You're doing uh, 60 to all those Pokemon, which on a one prize deck, even though it's a stage one, it's a one prize deck, generally speaking. Doing 60 damage to every Pokemon on the field is insane. Yeah, I mean, like, the the biggest thing about Weezing and why it, like, kind of died out is, like, a, not even, like, before rotation, like, way, way back. It's just because, like, Pokemon just got so big, it can't, it can't just do damage fast enough. So, yeah. like, having this card now, especially that we have even bigger Pokemon and the VMAXs and stuff, like, I don't know, this could... This could spark some noise. I don't know how much though, because like you lose, um, you lose. What's that? What's that card? Mysterious treasure, right? We don't have that That's anymore true. in the format. So psychic is but psychic you, finds Pokemon's just as easier. You know what as, I? You know what I like though. There's a thought in my head like? that just popped up. SBDO wheezing. If you're spreading an extra sixty, if you're spreading sixty damage every turn, right? Say you can build that up over a few turns. Then, so maybe you play the uh, the scoop up block Mr. Mime as well so that you can't scoop up any Pokemon. And then you come in. If you can get the SBDO attack off, maybe you're playing Mew Mew. I don't know. You get one of those attacks off. You get 20 damage counters on top of putting 60. You could easily take six prizes all at once. SBDOs, Espeon and Deoxys, for yeah. those of you that took a solid minute to figure that out like <laughs> myself. I didn't yeah. realize what you were saying. Like I, I was sitting here like mouthing SPDO to myself and I was like, SPD, what the hell? <laughs> no, yeah, like- Espeon and Deoxys tag team. Okay, um, yeah. With its GX attack. So I think that there is uh, very much something to to this Hoenn scope. And you play that maybe with like Roxy Weezing. Uh, although you can't no, play yeah, Roxy, I think you definitely you Roxy, play Weezing. Roxy Weezing. You can't play Roxy Weezing and the other Weezing because they're both called Weezing. So you'd probably run... Um, not Roxy Weezing. Oh yeah, you'd have to run. You'd have to. I think Roxy is good, but like because you don't want. It's probably a deck where you don't want to discard stuff incredibly mm-hmm. fast. You would yeah. rather like get rid of some Pokemon that you could probably get back. But you're right. Like I don't. You wouldn't be able to run. You wouldn't be able to run the Weezing. Yeah. Anyways, I I think that there's a lot here. So that's my favorite card. What about you, Jake? I am really interested in this new Shiftery that is being announced. For those of you that don't know, Shiftery, stage two, goes C-Dot, Nuzleaf, Shiftery. One of my favorite Gen 3 Pokemon, just, I don't, I don't know why. Probably from Gale of Darkness back in the day. But it's a grass Pokemon, 150 HP, stage two. Its ability, Tengu's Proxy. I don't know what Tengu is, but I know what a proxy is. As long as this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, the effect of each supporter card in your opponent's hand becomes draw three cards from your deck. So if this Pokemon is in the active, any supporter that they have becomes how, which is weird. Yeah. And it's a very interesting interaction. The big problem that I have with this, though, is that it is a it's a, not only a stage two, like because my first thought of this was Eggro, you know, because Eggro insta evolves pokemon but not only does it have a three retreat cost so you can't really pair it up with air balloons sadly so you have to use scoop up nets switches you don't really want to use scoop up nets on stage two that's just tough it has to be in the active so i'm thinking of like pokemon that something like more peko to where more peko does the switch right it has to be a pokemon that when it attacks, it switches into Shiftery. I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, like, Hitmonchan, but, like, Hitmonchan doesn't really work with Eggro. Like, Morpeko doesn't really work with Eggro, so it's, like, you have to manly, manually get these, like, evolutions off, which we do have Rare Candy, and we 
I mean, greens wouldn't really work. Maybe. I don't know. But no, I like that, though. I like the um, more Pico. I didn't even think about that. Like being able to hit. That's the problem with more Pico, right? Is you can hit. What do you send up to the active so -hmm. that they can't gust your more Pico? And like, I think it's okay if you're playing the type of game that, you know, maybe you play these uh, so that you tell your opponent, you can take a prize, but that's all you're doing. You're taking one prize. And when you take that prize, I'm going to swing back again for another 150. Um, It's very interesting because like you're going to shut off Welder. You're going to shut off Boss's Orders. mm -hmm. You know, you're going to shut off Research. You're going to shut off Marnie. So it's like it's a really interesting card. But the fact that it has to be in the active is like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, like we need better support around this card to be able to get it out if we're going to effectively play the stage twos, in my opinion. We don't have it. I mean, there could be something in vivid voltage that comes out that is literally the bee's knees, like makes stage twos way more accessible. But as of right now, I don't really know if we have it. I mean, the best thing that we have is Decidueye in terms of stage twos, for sure, right? Yeah, I mean, just Decidueye and Obstagoon are the best stage twos. And they're only good because, you know, what they they can do is worth it. Right, yeah. What what you can do with them is actually worth putting in the effort. Um, Whereas everything else, like, it's just like, this seems like a lot of work and I'm not getting much out of it. yeah. It, it's it's high risk, low reward for this card. But one, I do want to touch up on one other card because I think it's interesting. Um, and it's kind of the, not necessarily the opposite of Shiftery, but in terms of availability almost. I, I don't think that's the right word, but it's Dustnor. Dustnor, Psychic Pokemon, 150 HP. It's a stage two. Ghost Bleach has an ability called Ghost Bleach. As long as this Pokemon is in play, it's kind of the, opposite thing that i was going for i didn't because it doesn't have to be in the active i don't know did did it make sense english words english um (laughs) english is hard even though it's my first language special energies attached to each player's pokemon have no effect and now provide one colorless now this is all special energies it's both sides but if your deck doesn't play special energies your deck doesn't play special energies you're fine you know um Yes. This is really interesting to me because we we have a lot of special energies right now in the format. We have things like hide energy. We have the strong energy, which could be coming around. I don't know. Fire Pokemon have that fire energy. We're going to be getting soon a bunch of others like the fighting energy, the water energy. Celios Network just posted a video. That, I think it was this morning or last night about ranking all the special energies go check out that video and you'll see how many special energies are in the format right now yeah i mean yeah i I agree this is a it's an interesting card that it's a tough one though because i actually man i think that this card would be more powerful in a format that didn't have giratina from unified minds uh yeah because that would be kind of the that would be a much easier solution. Although yeah. this would be like, this would be like, it, the Dustnor would be there and the Pokemon doesn't have to be in the active, right? If it was like sitting on the bench and, you know, it came up, the, it's still a colorless. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I just think that this, unless you're running a deck that is almost exclusively special energy, uh, I'm looking at you, Porygon Z decks. <laughs> um actually whoa uh okay no 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 i was like how would this affect recycle energy because it would still, it would still be a colorless yeah but, oh, but does it has recycle no does it come back to your hand after it gets discarded uh i can i whoa, phone whoa. will post now can i phone will post so that's an interesting one right because like special energy cards attached to each player's pokemon right yeah but like here's the thing if you discard a recycle energy when it's not attached, then it doesn't come back to your hand. It only comes back to your hand if it's discarded from play. But if it's in play and doesn't have the effect and gets discarded, then does it come back to your hand? That That is some... I, I don't understand this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it goes to the discard. I would agree. That's my guess. That's my guess. If I was a gambling man, which I'm not, that would be, that would be my gamble. Personally. All right. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think the thing we wanted to talk about a little later, we can just talk about it now, which is like some card design stuff. Um, it's interesting that they give certain Pokemon or certain abilities uh, the effect of only when active and certain abilities the effect of whenever in play. I'm sure that they've done some mechanic testing, but personally, I would, <laughs> I would love a card that says all of your supporters are... Um, draw three or like uh like articuno right um the articuno from was it team up that like says it basically stops being gusted i just wish they didn't have to be in the active position because it's so easy to knock these pokemon out well you look at you look at shiftry this is a like dust nor makes sense because it is a two-sided effect Mm -hmm. it's not just it's not just your opponent's yeah, it's everybody, Pokemon, right? It's yours. So that's why that's like why it's fine having it on the bench. But if you have Shiftery, Shiftery is completely one sided. Think about like Eggro and Expanded, like not only being able to get the like the item lockup, but also like okay, so like turn one, turn one in Eggro Expanded, you get out the Shiftery, and then turn two, you get item lockout. Like that's gross. Or just like any time that you get this shiftery out, like like I just keep thinking aggro because it's like immediate impact, right? Like you don't have to you just have to get an aggro in the active and a seed on on the bench. I mean but, uh, yeah, I just man, I, I this card would be so broken if it said in play. It, but I mean if active. it was in play and affected both players. Okay, if it was both players that would be that would be different. I mean, I still think it would be kind of broken. Well, I so it's it's one of those weird things, right? Like I understand uh, your point about like it not affecting both players. I think is a really uh, good point that like that's the difference of like making something in the active. I I bet you that's probably one of their criteria is abilities like Pokemon abilities that don't affect you but do affect your opponent negatively. They probably have, like, generally speaking, those have to be inactive positions. That's, you know, if they have, like, this, like, little game mechanics or game designer handbook, that's probably one of the things in there. And it makes sense. Yeah. I I just think, like, I already think, like, Shiftry's kind of cool and could be, like, seen in play. And Dustmore as well. But, like, oh, they're not OP by any means. One thing about this Dustmore, this Dusclops, I should say or Dust Noir, that is really good. Remember, we have Duskull that can evolve itself from the deck on turn one. Yeah, you could, you could, yeah, you just discard the three cards from Cosmic Eclipse, for for those of you that may not know. It's been seeing some play in Mad Party. Also, Archie's Stoys, Archie's Blastoise in Expanded. So I think that that actually makes, I think it makes this Dusk Noir much more playable because you can immediately turn one go into Dusclops and turn two, have this up without rare candy. That I think is a huge difference. Yeah. That helps out a lot. Being able to essentially just evolve once. Yeah. So is really, is really, really nice. Cause again, the worst part about stage twos is the format is so fast with ADP. Oh um, so let's talk about uh, so- what happened this weekend. Not only the tournament that was no ADP, but the tournaments that still had ADP. Let's talk about first the tournaments that did have ADP because right. that is a vast majority. That is a way, way, way vast majority. So here we go. Hegster had three different tournaments, top decks, five through uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had Pokey X, Tag Bolt, or I should say Perfection run by Pokey X and also Tag Bolt by Pokey X. We had the Pop number six. And then also we had the Chill TCG series. They had a yeah. top eight cut with fifty six players. So great to see! Great to see a new uh, group into this. Great to see a new group into this. Hopefully they continue and they will uh, keep it going. Hopefully, yeah. Um, but does anything really surprise you? I mean, I think you're seeing people trying to make Pikaram work. You can see it like sprinkled in here and there. Um, mm-hmm. So it, like I think I think what it tells you is Picarum is still just a, a good deck. Got a couple of them in the Hexter series. Uh, got one in the Pop Six. So Picarum still sticking around, but 
clearly Eternatus is uh, the most popular top tier deck. Uh, I did would not say get any that wins it, though. Yeah, Eternatus did not get any wins. I would argue that. Well, no, never mind. I take back. I was going to say maybe Baby Blacephalon did better, but Baby Blacephalon did do very well. And also, speaking of fire decks, Senescorch won two of the oh, quick math one, two, three, four, five, six, seven events. Its first two wins, I think, right? Senescorch is the first two wins that it's ever had. Yeah. I don't remember Senescorch getting any proper wins. So, yeah, I don't. I think this is the first. I think these are the first events that Senate Scorch has won. One of them was Tag Bowl. So like a very notable event, you know, that people have been going to consistently. And then the other one is the Pop, which is a which is also like a pretty a pretty nice event going on. So would do you think that Senate Scorch has found its groove? Or do you think that because Decidui Obstagoon, which it also won perfection? Hegster, one of the Hegster events, so it's been getting a lot of popularity as of recently. Is that kind of what, do you think, what prompted Senescorch to become a winner? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Like, once you get into the top 16, like, how many of any given deck might you face? Uh, so, I would say, like, I don't know if this is the list, though. There's a Greens Magneton list that's running around um, that I hear people like. Uh, I don't know if maybe Senescorch had some big changes to the way that it operates in a couple of lists and that pushed it over the edge. Um, or if, you know, uh, who knows? Who knows? I think, you know, things ebb and flow. I, I will say overall, though, there's like six, seven, eight decks even in the format that seem to be, you know, in that realm of tier one-ish, tier two-ish decks. Mm-hmm. Um, Eternatus is clearly on top. I don't think anybody would argue that. And then you have Mewtwo and Mew Welder. And then outside of that, you know, I think it just depends on the day. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you're probably going to still see some ADPZs running around out there. But broadly speaking, um, yeah, it's, it's a very broad format, I think. I find it to be very interesting. Also, Brian Kim... Top uh top sixteen with Mad Party and Hegster top deck seven. Shout out to you. You uh you've got you've got uh guts doing <laughs> doing Mad Party in events. I love it when people do Mad Party in events. I mean, um, maybe you have a good matchup with uh Mew Mew if you're if you're running the Poltegeist, the full Poltegeist lineup. I definitely think you have a good matchup with Poltegeist because they're not playing. They're not playing like the uh, the Espeon Deoxys anymore, mm-hmm. right? So there's no there's none of that spread damage going on. Yeah, that spread damage would absolutely wreck. I mean, maybe you have Mew in those decks, but still, yeah, that no, no, that wouldn't matter. That would absolutely yeah, wreck that party. So it's 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 very interesting and it's very cool to see again, like because as you mentioned, like Picaram's up there, ADP, not super well i'm gonna be honest like not super well represented in my personal opinion do you think that has more to do with it being not as good against some of these decks or do you think it has more to do with it being played less as people are bored with it (laughs) i think it's i think it's a combination of both so like we saw hold on let me pull up I saw, I saw, I think it was like Pokey X that tweeted this or Pokey Stats, um, one of the two, but they put up a graphic. Yeah, in their Perfection 2 Series 2, 166 players, 20%, majority of the meta that was the biggest chunk was ADPZ. Now, events that are being run by people like uh, Drayden, who we talked to, wonderful person. There's not super great representation of ADP over in some other events. So I think it's like a combination of like, I definitely think that people have started playing it less because they just want to move on from ADP. Like people don't, people have been playing ADP for the last year. Nine months. And we've been playing, yeah, we've been playing ADP Zacian 
also for a long time. Like what, January? Yeah. When did Sword oh, and Shield release? February. 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 We've been playing it since February. And the deck has been relatively the same, except now you have like Mawile to help with your Eternatus matchup pretty much, right? But I also think that people that are playing in these events that do allow ADP, I think also some people are teching against it because you don't like you don't want to lose to ADP. Right? It is still it is still one of the most popular decks in the format. And honestly, like if I'm gonna if if there's so there's like tier one decks, right? There's popular tier one decks. There's ADPZ, there's Eternatus. I would almost put Blacephalon up there. Let's just say like the top four decks. The top four decks right now, Sean, would you argue that the top four decks are ADPZ, Eternatus, Blounds, and Mewtwo? Um, ADPZ, Eternatus, Blounds? No, I'm not putting Blounds on the top. Sorry. Okay. Uh, ADPZ, Eternatus. Number one. It could be like number four. I mean, I still, I think Blounds is one of those decks. Well, let's, let's change it up then. Popularity wise. I'm is that a good top four? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at these lists now and I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. That that's the only one that I would put in the top four. Yeah. So in terms of popularity, the, the tier was a bad was a bad example. No, in I know terms of popularity. That. Yeah. In terms of popularity. If I'm gonna say like, okay, if I if you put a gun to my head and you say, Jake, you cannot lose to one of these, I'm pro I'm gonna choose ADPZ. I do I do not want to lose to ADPZ. Because I feel like more often than not. ADPZ is one of the most popular decks in a tournament, right? Because it's very, like, people have had it for a long time. It's kind of a, it's a pretty linear deck. Anybody could really pick it up and excel with it, right, on any given day. Yep. I, I, I think it's a matter of, like, it's a combination of, like, people are starting to not play it as often, but it's also people are teching against it in a sense, like people are trying to build their decks to not lose to ADP. I mean, it, it's a, it's weird. I, I, for me, I think ADP is sometimes kind of hard to tech against because if they can pull off the altered creation, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, they just boss it. Right, it's, right. <laughs> but all that said, I think that the decks that seem to be standing their ground, uh, and I think the folks on Tag Team, actually, the Tag Team podcast, JW and them, they talked about this a little bit, which is, Mewtwo sits in this awkward spot of now being one damage counter short. Um, so like, you know, they're not playing, trying to punishment is rotated and mm-hmm. ADP is not running Zigzagoon anymore. At least it wasn't as of the time of this recording. So you're, you're not hitting a knockout on Mewtwo and Mew. You're not hitting an Oko on Eternatus. You're not hitting an Oko on Sentiscorch. Uh, and the Okos you are getting on Blacephalon they can kind of throw it right back at you. So I think those elements of like, you now have these bigger Pokemon and this one Pokemon that can hit huge damage in Mewtwo that you're just shy of. I think if ADP were to start running Zigzagoons and Vitality Bands again, I actually don't think that Mewtwo and Mew might, might be as popular because all of a sudden you're, you're losing most of those ADP matches. I don't think... ADPZ needs to. Uh, ADPZ, I would venture to say that ADPZ does better instead of all of those cute little damage counter things. Save your bench space, put in more consistency items, or just put in four boss. <laughs> I mean, like that's, four boss though, like, right? Like I'm thinking about is the, if I'm the ADP player and Mewtwo is across from me, I'm only 10 damage short, right? If all mm-hmm. I need is a quick ball to get four prizes right now and eliminate the attacker that has any energy on it, probably, that is a huge momentum swing versus, okay, fine, I'm going to, if I have boss's order this turn and I can get to Dene, great. I get to Dene. What happens next? Stamp, you know, from Mewtwo and Mew. I get stamped down to three cards. And now I don't even have an attacker because Mewtwo's probably taken out my. ADP, it may have taken out Azacian, but I have three cards. If no you're attacker. knocking out, if you're knocking out a Dedenne, though, you have two attackers on the field. You have a you have a Zacian and you have a ADP. 
I mean, potentially. They had knock out one of them. And then all you need to do is just hit one more boss, which ADP draws through its deck so fast anyways. There's so many different outs because, you know, like you can play Eldegoss in there to go get a boss's order in the discard. So it doesn't even matter. Like you have so many you have so many draw cards and you can go through that deck like so fast. Like if you if you take that knockout on Dedenne, you're probably sitting at what, like 15 to 15, 17 cards left, probably. Potentially. I mean, look, my, my whole point is I think that. The ability to take out the Mewtwo, the only threat on the board, basically, on that given turn, set them back to where they only have three attachments, essentially, with Welder for two and Attach one. Mm-hmm. And, like, what can, what can a Mewtwo and Mew do with three energy on board, realistically? Uh, Crushing punch. <laughs> right, right. I mean, like, you know, if you have a fresh Mewtwo and Mew that doesn't have any damage on it, there's not a ton that you can do with three energy on board. So I do think that for ADP specifically, I do think it, that's probably a momentum swing that is not, you can't come back from it. Because if, you know, if you knock that out and then they send anything up like a Victini, like something that powers up another Mewtwo, right? Well, that's an auto loss because cool, you powered up another Mewtwo and, and now what? Your Victini gets knocked out and you lose. So I, I just think that there's enough validity to teching against Mewtwo and Mew if I'm ADP uh, because literally it's just one space, right? It's like, okay, I need to find space for one Zigzagoon. That's it. One Zigzagoon. And I think ADP has that space. I, for me, that's what I would start doing if I'm ADP, especially knowing that Mewtwo is probably going to be more represented in the top cut than anything else. Uh, it doesn't help you in any other matchup probably, but yeah, I don't know. My two cents. I will say that, like, there is validity. I just think that, like, I don't know. The bosses, like, just playing four bosses' orders is fine. No, I mean, hey, but, I mean, four bosses' orders and Zigzagoon. Por que no los dos? <laughs> why not both? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so, hey, yes. So, we now about- we get into this. We, we, we've talked to this conversation of, like, ADP, 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 and... We we actually didn't plan to go on like that little debacle right there. <laughs> um, that was completely unplanned. But what we did have planned to talk about is to talk about the Hyperlux event, which to my knowledge, from what I understand, is the only event from the weekend that actually banned ADP. Yes, correct. That's also I what think I understand. It, I pretty I could be wrong about that. Please let us know if there were other events that went on. This is just from information that I saw over the weekend. We both had busy weekends. Um, but Hyperlux conducted a $1,000 tournament again with, with no ADP. ADP was banned just to try it out, see what it is. That's why I was talking about historical moments in the, in the TCG at this point because the community hosted a banned, a self-banned event. Mm-hmm. And the winner... Sean, do you want to do you want to talk about since you are part of the Eternity is canceled <laughs> medley about who won? This is fascinating. The winner was a card that I think in the current format could never beat an ADP, which is Sandaconda V. So Sandaconda V Colossal. Yes. So you have a stage two, which is already a lot of work, and you have a fighting type, which the HP on it is not enough to withstand Zacian, basically, which is why it wouldn't survive in this format because, well, okay, you just, two Sandaconda Vs get knocked out, you lose. It's the exact same reason that Bolton, Turbo Bolton, had limited success. The deck was nuts in the last format. I played it a lot. pretty good. But ADP was almost an auto loss because unless they brick, you lose. That's just the end of that, right? So... Sandaconda, I think, was a really good meta call for this uh, because there was so many Eternatus in the top cut. Because, look, if you're going to ban ADP, what's going to do even better? Eternatus. Because Eternatus is just already super powerful. We don't have exact... I haven't personally seen, like, pictured results of, like, the people who got top 16, you know, what their decks were, what their records were, that type of thing. I, I'm not in the... Dis- I do they have a Discord? Uh, um, they do. they, they do. might have. 
they did it get posted in there are you in the discord uh, I'm looking at it right now. Final stand. But either way, we know we know just from word, I guess you'll have to trust us at this point until information actually comes out. But Eternatus was flooding. Like about 50% of the tournament, I believe, is the statistic that I heard was Eternatus, which makes sense in my mind. Makes sense in my mind. There, It was, this event, I think, was done probably it was announced like four or five days before the tournament started that they were banning adp correct like four or five days or so yeah it was like about a little under a week out i mean look it happened at the same time the whole conversation on twitter blew up yes that is true that is true so now you get into the conversation of okay what, what decks do we build or what decks are we comfortable playing and especially with like perfection happening like tag bowl happening all these other different events going on people probably did not spend as much time as they wanted to testing out a non-adp format which by the way there is no way in ladder to test a non-ptcg format so you would have to coordinate games with people whether that was on tabletop simulator or ptcgo to play friendly battles to it be able to kind of test or test. just straight up theory craft. I was going to say testing is always hard because the ladder is also just weird. But I mean, you could also just play on ladder and then concede every game against ADP, which is you could you do could. that. But again, it doesn't give you a good sense of like, like I play on ladder. All these like Eternatus is canceled decks I play. I've had to just recruit people who, who have ADP built. Uh, sorry, Eternatus built because actually facing what will likely be the majority of a meta in Eternatus on ladder is Almost impossible. A lot of people here's here's going to be my rant. We're coming back to the Jake's rant there. I mean, we talked about last week how there's a huge debacle about whether or not a turn should be banned. People are arguing on Twitter and re everybody's ringing everywhere, especially because we said that this event was notified with like four or five or six days in advance. That's not enough time with the resources that we have right now, especially because we can't be pre- we. I mean, I guess you could if your league is going on. I would assume that most people that played in this event did not go see a, a or go to a league and test non-ADP decks or non-ADP meta decks. You have to give time for the meta to evolve. Yeah, people are saying like, oh, Eternatus ran this, that, or the other. Like, nobody's playing stage twos anyway. Well, that's because we've never tried to play with stage twos before. And look at that. Sandaconda, a deck that won the event, has a stage two in it as part of its main engine. So if you're if you're out here thinking, because Eternatus was a majority of the field, that this one event, this one tournament that spontaneously came up is enough information to validate your argument. Yeah, depending, it doesn't even matter what side you're on, whether you think that ADP should be banned or not. If you overall think that this tournament itself is enough of an argument, I would say that's blasphemy. I would say that you're wrong. This is my opinion. Well, not the metapods, but like you I mean, need more time. I will say you need more time to give people to like build the decks, right? For a tournament that's not going to have a card as impactful as ADP. I will say though, again, Sandaconda winning a tournament in a that's tournament huge in itself. That I mean, yeah, I that would be very tough to win. You can do it, sure. Like you might dodge all the ADP in your you know, pre top cut and then you don't see any ADP in top cut and you still win a hundred percent could happen, yeah. uh, but less likely. So I, I do think that, uh, there's, there's something to be said about Santa Conda winning this tournament. Um, so yeah, as somebody who is trying to build uh, Eternatus killers, uh, I salute this person. And, uh, I also just want to say salute shout out to the, uh, the few people who played in tournaments this weekend uh, that played Malamar VMAX and Rhyperior slash Torkoal. Uh, I don't know if you use my list or if you concocted them on your own, but if you hear this, shout out to you for carrying the torch. You got, you got a big set of, big set of uh, uh, 
Twinkies. <laughs> Anyways, um, my, my last couple of things that I'll say about like how this weekend isn't sufficient enough to settle the debate of whether ADP should be banned or not. It's up to the community organizers, the tournament organizers, to continue to give us these events. It's obvious because how many... I don't actually know how many people were in Hyperlux, but Hyperlux is a event where people had to pay actual money, right? This one was an yep. actual money cash event. Cash prizing, cash entry. Cash prizing, cash entry event. You look at something like Perfection, I believe Perfection, you know, Hegster, it's just pack entries, and those are pulling over 100 people. So, like, I think that with a non-ADP event that is just pack entries i think that you can still garner a large audience right you can still garner a large audience we just need more people and what what do you have to lose what do you have to lose honestly with i mean this isn't this isn't trying to smack talk or anything i'm just saying like if we really want to settle this debate or like get people to stop bitching at each other on twitter because I'm tired of seeing it. Let's have more tournaments. I, Pokemon can't control what we do. Uh, yeah, I will say, broadly right. speaking, um, I appreciate tournament organizers that go out on a limb and try to come up with alternate formats. Um, yeah. Right? Like, I think Steven Erickson and uh, PTCG Radio did that with their Dragon Gym Challenge. Um, that was, like, highly alternate because it's, like, no Vs, no GXs. You have to play with a majority of the typing but still, uh, I it's think, fun. That, yeah, it's fun, right? Like any format, even a format like this, which I actually think this format is not that stale. I, I, I'm having more fun. Um, but even this format eventually gets stale and All formats eventually it's stale. Yeah. In my opinion. So having tournaments that ban ADP, I, yeah, I'm all for it. But that said, Jake, that said, I think we do have an answer from the Pokemon company about whether or not ADP will get the ban hammer. Do you know I, what that answer is, Jake? Yeah. And it, it's like, yeah, I have such like mixed feelings, um, which I'll get into. But for those of you that don't know, Pokemon announced that a Zacian V League battle deck is coming. If you're wondering what that is. So if you think about like the Pikachu, Zekrom, the... Reshazard League Battle decks, the Ultra Necrozma, the, the Rayquaza. Zacian V is getting a battle deck. And guess who it's featuring, Sean? Take a gander. ADP. ADP. <laughs> it's literally on the front of this box. It's so like if you're a... wondering if ADP was going to get banned, the answer is no, it's not going to get banned. It may get banned when it gets rotated and expanded. Who knows? Uh, but I mean, in it's standard, already in expanded, right? So like if it's not, if you tell me I don't play expanded, is it broken and expanded or no? Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty prevalent. I think I think ADP Zashin is a very good deck and expanded. And then ADP Blounds, Blounds GX with ADP was actually a pretty good deck. Oh my gosh, um, this is what this is a before, crazy world before pandemic. Also, um, but I will say Pokemon Ranger exists and expanded. Yes, that is that is the thing like but Double Dragon Energy also exists. True. But I mean, look, uh, swings and roundabouts, right? It's not like Double yeah. Dragon Energy exists and Pokemon Ranger does not exist. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, like expanded is a whole different realm. And Pokemon's already talked about how they're not going to touch expanded. But the thing is. <laughs> I, I love this because Pokemon, we've said this time and time again, which is awesome that Pokemon has been releasing or planning all of these different products that are so good for the entry level player, for the person that, you know, maybe wants to get into the game. You know, the trainer toolkit, all these battle arena decks, even battle Academy, the, the board game, we didn't really cover that, but like, that's actually not like a bad product for people who have like never played the game before. Sure. It's a, be it's a learning product, but I think your point about these battle decks is that they're, they're not just pure learning. They're giving you like, this is a starter ver an entry version of a top tier deck. Yeah. And so this is, I love this, but also I freaking hate it 
because every key, everybody now at, well, I mean, we're not going to have league for like a long time, but what, if, if league ever comes back anytime soon, this is coming out on November 20th. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say, we're probably not going to see events really, really open back up until like mid to late 21. Um, but still, if we go back to league, oh, there's going to be a lot more ADP. I because mean, ADP is not only going to come out in this, ADP is also going to become cheaper, right? Because these aren't promo cards. Yeah, well, the code these card, are the too. Same, yeah, and the code card. And so, like, on ladder, it's going to be a heck of a lot more ADP. Well, it'll be a lot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. There will be a lot of ADP. But there already is a lot of ADP. And Yeah, I know. Uh, now it's going to be more. I will say this, though, because there's a couple of things because of the pandemic. I actually don't know if this league battle deck will ever see the light of day in competitive play. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't think we'll get events until like mid to late 21. At which and point? That's just that's just like league. I don't even know about events. But I will say at that point, do they just they, they probably rotate ADP, right? Yeah, AP is more than like we don't know like for sure. Well, no, we just what the have 20, rotation. 21 rotation is. But with the pattern that Pokemon does that I have studied and discussed with people that have played the game for a while, Pokemon likes to rotate with the eras. So Cosmic Eclipse, part of the Sun and Moon era. This is the last phase of the Sun and Moon era. Well, also it's the tag the team era. Yes, the tag team era will team be up, gone. Team up to Cosmic Eclipse was li- it's literally the tag team era. So I can but I can easily see them rotating the tag teams out all at once. I just can't wait until the VMAXs rotate. Um, <laughs> I kind of like the, I kind of like the no, no, no I I take that back. I kind of like the VMAXs. Not gonna lie, because like they're better than the tag teams. Yeah, in my opinion, you have to because, evolve them. Yeah, you you not only have to evolve them, but the te- the the what you calls it the uh the vmaxes don't one hit ko each other the vmaxes no. have a very like two hit ko game so it's a little bit more strategic well i mean they had i will say this we 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 forget we forget uh that a supporter card is coming out called uh what is it leon or something Oh, bro. I mean, if there's if there's anybody that's going to figure it out, it's Cashman. There's there's a there's a supporter card that comes out that adds 30 damage to your attacks, right? Yeah. So in terms of people not knocking each other out, like VMAX is, I'm like, okay, well, Charizard now does 330. So Charizard's not even good anyways. Uh, Charizard that can do 330 per attack is pretty dang good. Yeah, but you need like 10 energies. You not only need a welder, but you have to draw into your triple excel. I'm just also ADP Eternatus. Uh, you could do 330 damage with that for two energy. Okay, well, the Shay Burton is a monster <laughs> for creating that YouTube video of ADP Eternatus. You heard it here first. I was yeah. an absolute monster for putting that on. Now I'm going to see it in ladder <laughs> when I play. Thanks. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's probably about it for the ADP talk. Uh, Jake, what what do we have left? Uh, do we have a question of the day, or did we already cover it? I what did I write down for question of the day? Oh yeah, um, we kind of already discussed it, but we're wondering what has been your favorite card so far announced from Shocking Volt Tackle. We kind of already talked about it. My favorite is Shift. What is your favorite? Did you say what your favorite? Yeah, yeah, I the, think the, you said your scope, favorite was the goggles. The, the goggles, the scope thing. Scope uh, goggles. Whatever. I will say. Uh, some people might like the new Shedinja that was announced. Yeah, there was that that was announced. If you, I personally have been looking, I mean, I see it on Twitter as it comes up, but if you want like a kind of centralized place to be able to see it a little bit easier, um, I recommend Pokey Beach. Pretty good site. We've talked about them a couple times before. It's where I got most of the information for today, for looking at it in today's podcast. That's, that is. Uh, but yeah, let us know what your favorite card is from Shocking Gold Tackle so far. And there's going to be more to come. Champions, wait, when does Champions Path come out? Uh, Champions 24th? Path comes out on the 25th, and it won't be uh, legal, 25th. though, until like two weeks after that, I think. Well, so. I, don't, I don't care when it's legal. I just want to know what's in the When is Hidden Fates set. legal? <laughs> no, I just want to know when. 25th. I just want to know what's in the set. 
Oh, I know. Me too. Because I, like literally, no, I mean, yeah, like Colossal. Sure. I'm excited for Colossal. I'm excited for Al Creamy. But I'm excited like, for Waylord. <laughs> is there going to be, how am I going to get my Rainbow Zard? Yeah, I think. It's got to come in Champion's Path. There's nothing in that set that really makes me want to go out and buy all of the pink collection boxes. I will say they probably, I'm going to guess that there's going to be some leaks about Champion's Path in the next week or two. Because it always comes out before the set drops, right? Things well, have yeah. to come out. And you are, at the time of this recording, we are basically three weeks out. So, yeah, yeah, they got a, I, I could see us next week talking about the big uh, reveal of Champion's Path easily. Wait till after Labor Day, Labor Day, then get the marketing out there. I wonder, though, here's a thought, because like Amazing Rares are going to be in Vivid Voltage, is Amazing Rares going to be a more common is it going to be almost like no i don't i don't think so i think i think the amazing rares are akin not quite the same but remember in cosmic eclipse how they had the character art cards oh yeah and guess what they all even the amazing rares they came out in korea and guess what they got yellow borders freaking disgusting shame on pokemon for putting freaking yellow freaking borders on these freaking cards so God, close. give us the silver borders. But yeah, my guess is that Amazing yeah. Rares will occupy a single release slot and we will not have them in future sets, which is very sad. Yeah. I think they're super cool. Yeah, yeah, they are. Not uh, only do they like, like Jirachi Amazing Rare has a kind of a cool move. Yeah. But like just the card itself is beautiful. I'm, I mean, I'm going to get it in Japanese. I'm going to get those cards in Japanese if I ever make more money and have <laughs> extra money to spend on cards to collect. But yeah, I mean, we could get into I, a whole other topic here, but I would love for Pokemon to eventually come back out with something like crystals or um, gold stars, which is like a special type of rarity that they release over the course of an entire generation. That would be kind of cool. Other than like but, rainbow rare, rainbow rare, I guess is that, but ugh. Two things they got to fix. The yellow borders and the back of the Pokeball. It opens up the freaking wrong way. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, Pokemon coming, if you're listening to this, I'm sure we're not the first. Uh, yeah. And I, and I guarantee we won't be the last. All right. Just look, uh, Pokeball. Just look at the Pokeball. For anybody, you will never unsee it. <laughs> Once you see it, the Pokeball opens up the wrong way. It pisses me off. All right. I'm going to wrap it up there, Jake. Uh, All right. That's Thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you for uh, for all the support we've been getting. We appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter. Rate and review us. Five stars. All that good jazz. And we will catch you next week on the podcast. We're going to have a guest next week. Oh, we're going to have At a guest next week. A, yeah. Oh, cool. Did you That's not get my me. DM? Did, oh, I DM'd you about it last night. Okay. Oh, God. You never, you never listen to me, Sean. This relationship is over. Sean I'm breaking out. breaking up with you. Bye.